just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar, brought to you by Bloke Beer. Get in your local, grab a case of the best beer in all the land, the beer of Australian sport. Easy drinking lager. We've got a midi as well. We're in all independent liquor stores across the country, especially New South Wales, Queensland, IGA, Liquor Legends, Celebrations, Porter's Liquors, you name it, we're in it. Go and give Bloke Beer a try. I'm here with the big fella, Terrell May. Terrell May, not Tyrell May. Terrell, Terrell. Terrell, 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 yeah, Terrell, yeah. Terrell mate. Mate, how you going, brother? Yeah, I'm good, eh? Um, just chilling, bro. I just started preseason last week, so yeah, trying to get back into it and that. How many, so how many preseasons you done now? Would it be like five or six? I think this is my fourth, but I've only been on TTs like my whole life, so. Yeah. And then I quit footy in when I was 21, so that COVID year, I just stopped playing. Far out. Are you getting used to it yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I always train in the off-season with, because I've got a um, big crew that train with us, eh? like Tags, obviously, everyone yep. knows Tago, my little brother Tiny, everyone knows him, mm. so Sony Luke, like we've got a big, big crew that trains, so yeah, I'm always trying to stay fit in that. Right. It took me, like the first two presents, your head's just like, bro, what's happening, like this is hectic. It took, I reckon it took probably four pre-seasons when I was like, you know what, you just got to cop it, like you just got to cop it and move through it, but... Um, what about the year that you had off and when you come back? What was the body like then? Were you, did you train a lot in that year by yourself or? Uh, nah, the year I like took off is because I gained like um, 40 something kilos. Oh, eh? No way. Yeah, so I just took that whole year off and then I came back like unfit and I was just doing um, New South Wales Cup preseason, mm. yep. like just, just for fun mm. and that. And then, yeah, like we had that COVID year again, that mm. hit. And then that's when my brothers both went to the bubble yeah, and I thought I was gonna go with Manly, like, cause I was going pretty good in the cup yeah. season for workers, mm. and then I just stayed back and done um that seventy five hard challenge. Oh really? Of, yeah, with one of my boys, and then he yeah, ended up like coming fit as and that. So yeah, oh, that's mad. That's mad. Um, we'll, we'll definitely get to that because I'd love to hear more about it. But uh, you know, the year that you had personally, I, I really feel like you know it was your breakout year where you impacted, and also almost like I felt watching that you almost realise like what you can bring to a footy side, like very specific how you can impact the game. I feel like sometimes when you're younger, you're just, you're just kind of doing your job. Whereas this year, I really felt that when you were coming on the field, you had a very specific goal and you executed it most times. Did you, did you feel that? Like what, what happened this year that made you play as good as you did, do you reckon? Uh, for me personally, it was probably just my confidence, eh? Mm. Like the first year I had, I wasn't really that confident. Yeah, I was doing the stuff I was doing in New South Wales Cup, but every time I would come up, I would play like in my show and that. Mm. And then after getting dropped for that long stint, mm. I just thought, oh well, my like season's done. I'm not gonna come back. And then a couple injuries and that. Yeah. And then came back and I was like, bruh, I better leave it all out, otherwise I won't play first grade again. And then, yeah, obviously had that good back end. And then yeah. Done so what, done. what was it like um, at the Roosters this year? Because what a what a strange year for you boys, like. Everyone's giving you raps at the start of your like premiership threats, the you know favourites. Then you obviously first probably like three quarters it was like clicking, not clicking, and then the end of the year it was like finally clicked. And it, it seems like roosters do do that; they they build in towards the end, the end of the year. But what was it like internally for you boys? Do you reckon was it just like day by day kind of stuff, or was it pretty tough early on? No, we took it day by day. We always knew what we could do. It was mm. just we had to go and do it on the field, like every. Training session, we knew like, oh boys, we can win this week. Like, it wasn't a lack of confidence. It was just, I think the gelling. It was hard to gel, like mm. especially the spine and that. Yeah. I think the like obviously Lindsay was like having a cracker year and like Rads and that. They were, all the middles and they were doing their job pretty mm. good, but it was just team weren't gelling. And then obviously at the back end, we couldn't afford to lose one game, so I think we just left it all out there and then yeah, ended up making it to the making semis. the finals. Yeah, yeah. When, what, so that was the, because it was down to the last game, wasn't it, that got you into the, the finals? And you, had, you were on like a six or seven game win streak at this stage. Mm. Were you just like loving footy at that stage? Because when you're winning games, like footy is the best when you're winning on. Yeah, so everyone was like happy and just waiting for the, obviously the two teams to knock each other out. And then, yeah, yeah so like the back end of footy, it was just so fun. Mm. Like all the boys were like so close. We were having like team dinners and that every week. Yeah. Just like training was so fun. But yeah, it just felt different in the back end. And yeah, we obviously felt confident and thought we could have made it to the grand final. But obviously that 
last minute try from. I was going to say, first <laughs> let's talk about the Cronulla game and then let's talk about the the Storm game. But we'll talk about the Shark because it was the Sharkies that you beat yeah, yeah, on the buzzer, all basically at the end there. Walk us through that game because that was crazy, that game. Like you just look down and out and then boom, come back. No, I just think like we knew we had the game, eh? Like I felt it straight away when I came on. I was like, oh, I think we got these guys. Like they looked down and out. We had obviously Teddy go to the bin that game mm. and we just felt confident like, Remember me and Lindsay were speaking and we were just saying, bro, this is easy, bro. This is us. Like, we got this. Mm. And then, yeah, we just played that game. Like, it was probably like our guttiest win all year. Mm. So, yeah, to go through that game, that was pretty. Because you had a few injuries as well, didn't you, in that yeah. game? Or, yeah, Joey Manu went down that game. Yep. I think Tupsy didn't play. Mm. So, yeah, we had a couple big, big injuries that game. Yeah. And so you win that game and then you go into the next game against the Storm. What was the Storm game like? Is that that again was absolutely insane? Like it just the way it all looked like she was going to win, and then obviously they score on the buzzer there. Like what was that game like? No, it was just back and forth, eh? Like the whole game, just like their war, our war, and then obviously we had like our whole back five injured mm. except for Teddy. So like everyone rid us off and that, but we felt confident in that. And then yeah, we just went in there and done our job, but unfortunately, we Warwick so wants to do the. I don't know. Because <laughs> that, that would have been, I oh know you, you would have, oh, that would have been your first two finals games, correct? Yeah, yeah, that was my first two finals. What's that, um, what's that experience like compared to a normal NRL season game? Uh, very different, eh? It's like yeah. a normal game, it's not much crowd and no one's really into the game, like if mm. you're playing, but like you just felt the atmosphere the whole game. Yeah. You feel like, oh, bro, like, this could be my last time playing, so I might mm. as well leave it all out there. And then, yeah, it's very different, very surreal for me because I didn't know. Oh, I didn't the have any. Yeah, yeah, crazy, yeah. it's crazy, bro. And yeah. But I just feel like, bro, I better leave it all out here because it's my last game. And then, yeah, we lost, but all good. What about the, the combo with Lindsay? Because, like, I mean, he's playing, and obviously Hargreaves as well. You know, he played so well. Is it, what do you reckon... What did you watch this year with Lindsay to see him? Because he was already obviously an Origin player last year and playing, but I feel like this year, like he just fully went to another level as well. What was it like playing with a guy like Lindsay Collins? And what do you reckon you saw that went, took his game from like kind of here to there kind of thing? Uh, it was probably all the off-field stuff he does. Like mm. he eats like all the, like animal-based diet. He doesn't yeah. eat like any seed oils and that. So yeah, just the off-field like doesn't shower, showers with filtered water and stuff. Really? Yeah. Far bro, right. And just like comes in early when he lives like so close and like brings his own food, mm. like does all his, comes in and preps for like an hour and that. And you're just like, bro, no wonder <laughs> why this guy's like one of the top props in the game. Bro. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. So it's like from from every every part of his lifestyle is like, basically to make him the best he can be on the footy field like for example showering with filtered water that's insane yeah crazy yeah everything he does like off the field is yeah. to benefit him on the field yeah and you obviously saw what happened this year mm. probably our best all year for sure mm. and i reckon top three best props all year so and that's uh yeah and i mean in origin he was incredible as well um what, what's it like in that you know that roosters forward pack it's definitely one of the forward packs in the competition that from outside looking in wants to be feared, like wants the, wants the contact. And look, every forward pack does, but there's, I think there's levels to aggression. Like some forward packs are, like for example, the Storm forward pack for quite a while wasn't necessarily like hyper aggressive. They were just clinical ads. Now it might be different now, whereas like Roosters, I, I know that Victor's like brought it back a little bit, but it is a, a very aggressive forward pack. Is that something you guys like? work on quite a lot is it something you talk about or it's just that's the group of boys that you've got at the moment yeah i think it's a mixture of everything eh? like mm. obviously you got jared and rads they're not gonna play different just because of the rules and like they're mm. so aggressive and they do that like at training too so mm. like coming in and seeing them train the way they train and how aggressive they are and the way they play you just automatically go into that as a younger guy looking mm. up to those like leaders yeah you want to try to and make your mark but yeah that's probably why they're so aggressive and that like yeah yeah what's it like playing with a guy like hargreaves because like hargreaves is you know for a front row to be playing in the front row for as many games as he had is like actually crazy actually insane and also for him to like bring the same aggression that he brought when he was 20 years old like 
the mental toughness he must have must be insane. Yeah, he's um crazy. J JWH um just everything he does like is pretty like loose cannon, but yeah, you just like look up to that stuff and you go, bro, this guy's like thirty five. How is he still doing that? <sighs> Bruh. You know, I'm only twenty, twenty four, and you just look up to those guys and you don't want to disappoint them. Mm. Like you don't want to disappoint any of your teammates, but especially like a guy like Jared, because he'll let you know yeah. on the field and off the field. Like <laughs> yeah. he's not gonna go, oh yeah, nah, you did a good job. He'll tell you to your face. Yeah, so, yeah. Man, Lockie didn't speak that much, but he just give you this look, Lockie, and you'd just be like, oh, I feel like I left my dad, man. Yeah. I feel like I left my dad. Yeah, down, bro. I do. Yeah, I know what you mean, bro. Um, all right, well, take us take us back to a young fella. Uh, you're born in Blacktown. Grew up in Blacktown. Nah, I was born in Blacktown. I grew up in Mountie. Okay. Yeah, so my family's lived in Mountie their whole life. Parents come from Mount Druitt. Yeah. Us boys, or my whole family, yeah, we grew up mm. in Mountie. I can't remember leaving Mountie. Like, we still haven't left Mountie. I just brought a house in Mount Druitt too. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, so I moved in yesterday, so. Is it is it weird how different, because the boys are put on the map, you know, like, you've obviously got the Penrith boys, you've got 1-4, you've got Ty Tulvas, you've got Tyson Pedro, like, repping that area. Four or five years ago, or maybe longer, six years ago, it'd be like, dis- oh, Westy. Like, yeah. Now, everyone wants to be from the West. Is that strange to see the difference? Because you grew up in it? Yeah, it's um, very, like, weird. Because when I was, like, younger, like, you would ask, oh, where are you from? And then and they'll be like, oh, Rudy Hill. That's just, like, outside of Mountie. It's, oh, like, a really? kind of a nice area. Yeah. Like, but you know they live in Mount Jewett. <laughs> They're just too embarrassed to say it. But now you get like kids out living down here, like yeah, yeah, I've I've been to Mount Joy now. You're like, bro, like, <laughs> relax. There's a lot of like a special place. It's just a normal place, like yeah, yeah. But I don't see the difference, like the way the media portray Mount Joy. Yeah, because I'm I grew up there, yeah, so yeah. it was yeah. your area. Your yeah, area. yeah. So yeah, it's um, I think it's I think it's like pretty special because just like when you think about the impact that that's had, you know, across the country. Like, I think there'd be a lot of other areas that, you know, it is tough in those areas sometimes and financially can, people can struggle, but that would give other areas a lot of hope. You know, for example, in uh, Brisbane, isn't it, Logan? And like, it's a tough area. It's not like crazy or anything. You're not walking you know, around wigging out all the time. But uh, they also have had people come out of that area that makes young kids pray out of that area rather than having to be. So I just think that I'd l- I watched the obviously 1-4 documentary, which was really interesting. Um, I think it's just the impact that it's had. You can't really put a financial value on it because it is so big and there's be so many other areas around the country that would go, you know what? Like, I don't have to be worried about where I'm from. I'm like, fuck, look, how, look what they're doing kind of thing. Yeah. Is that something that, like, obviously you would have always been proud to be from the area, but is it even more now that you're proud to be from the area and haven't, haven't grown up there? Oh, for me, it's just normal, like, I don't go around saying, oh, I'm from Mount Jewett yeah. and that. I just, like, I know where I'm from. Like, everyone knows where I'm from. I'm not mm. going to go out and rep my area just because it's, a, like, a postcode or yeah. whatever. But, yeah, I love, like, Sydney in general. Like, I'm not going to rep Mountie just because I'm from there. Mm. Like, But, yeah, it just feels like it's home for me. Like, I'm comfortable there. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like I need to say I'm from Mount Jewett to be from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, it's, um, yeah, it's just like especially because like, I had um, Fisher Harrison Leota in here as well yesterday. Um, oh yeah, and uh, yeah, they're just just crazy to see. As I said, from a guy from Queensland, it's just crazy to see the impact that it's had. It's so uh, it's. Yeah, I remember the first time I heard a one four song, and I was like, "What? What is going on?" Like, because I'm I'm a hip hop fan, so like yeah. you know, I grew up on like my first CD I ever bought was Tupac, um, and then like you know, Fifty Cent, Eminem, but all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. And I was like, "What the?" F- like what is this and i'm like am i being a hater am i being a hater obviously i would never like talk shit publicly but in my head i'm yeah, saying yeah. Oh, what is going on here and then i would be like listening to music i'll be like you know what i want to try one four song again <laughs> and then again and i was like bro this is actually fucking epic. Yeah. um so yeah I'm, I'm a massive fan now so growing up was it always footy or was it other sports was it um you know did you just love like, like being outside or Oh uh, yeah, like my dad made us like all outside kids. Mm. Like growing up, we we'll, my dad was very strict. Like we we're running hills and that by the age of four. Oh really? Yeah, so like stuff like that, but not just for footy, but 
just for anything like we used to do little a's like mm. anything like my dad could put us in he would chuck us in so we we're all like pretty athletic eh? and then mm. i think my dad just loved footy so much so obviously started with tyrone and then you know when you see your older brother like playing footy you want to try go and do the same thing and then yeah. obviously tiny being the young one he wants to do the same thing as his brother so yeah footy was always in our dna and mm. my dad instilled it from young so yeah was he was he an athlete or a footy player growing up or anything or he just he just wanted to get you boys out of the house and exercise him no nah, he played footy but he's just like a a grader like <laughs> yeah yeah just like he was more good at like those like not weird sports but like the sports i wouldn't play like cricket and like oh, stuff, okay. yeah like stuff like that like we don't even like what i don't even know what cricket like yeah any of the rules or anything like stuff but my dad just loved footy so like he taught us by the age of like I reckon eight, I was passing both ways. Oh Easy. really? Yeah, because like we used to like get like pretty bad hidings if we <laughs> didn't like. He would put a trampoline up you know, yep. at the back of our house and put like a circle with tape. Yeah. And if you didn't hit that like a hundred times, fifty on each side, like yeah, we will get <laughs> pumped. So <laughs> yeah. Do you, obviously, in the time you would be, you know, it would upset you because you're a kid. Do you look back on it now though and go? I'm grateful for the platform it gave me to achieve what I've achieved today or what yeah. the, how do you look back on it? No, hundred percent, bro. Like all of us boys, we hated our dad growing up, mm. but we didn't understand like, like what he was doing for us. Yeah. But now we all understand like how that tough love mm. obviously got us to where we were. But yeah, when we were younger, like those hidings and those training sessions that we got, like mm. we thought it was for no reason. And looking back now, you just think like, far. Imagine if we didn't have like a dad like him. Yeah, you know? it's uh, like obviously different um, scenario, but like when you're a young boy, me as well, you just, because your dad like never, he doesn't sit you down usually, like you're too young to understand what's happening. And you, so I was, I didn't like, we didn't have like dramas or anything like that, but it wasn't until I was honestly like 24, 25, where I realized that all the sacrifices that were made by dad but because he's out of the house like so much working or whatever, you just don't know what's, what he's doing because mum's home taking care of the kids. You just see what she's doing. So, you're, you know, all the sacrifices she's making. Honestly, it wasn't until I was like 20, 24, 20, 24, 25 when I realised far out, this guy made like crazy sacrifices like to give me the opportunity to be exactly where I am today. Yeah, no, 100. That's how I feel. That's why every time I like play football, I just like think, oh, do it for your family because mm. they sacrifice so much for you. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be the person you are without your parents. Like, that's me, like, 100%. Like, yeah. my parents always said blood was thicker than water and I've stuck by that since I was young. Mm. But I obviously didn't know the meaning until, like, yeah. a couple of years ago, like, yeah. maybe two, three years ago. So, i got to ask, who, who, like, what was your special? Because you did a little, little A's in that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so out of all the three brothers, which was each of your specialties in, in Little A's? Was it like 100, 200, long jump, short put? Like, what was it? Oh, me and Tiny used to probably like take all of it, like everything out because like we were real fast and strong. Mm. But this guy, like Tyrone, he was like the long distance guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so he would win all that like yeah. long distance stuff, whereas me and Tiny would win all the like hundreds, sure. like short puts, high jump, yeah, stuff like that. Did you go to like uh, state in that? Uh yeah 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 we we went to like the positions like next but sometimes they would clash with footy yeah so we didn't like footy was obviously our number one so yeah. we wouldn't go so at what age so you were basically you were training all the time from a very young age when did you get put into actual footy to start playing it was it like five six uh i started at six mm. just at a club called um mitchenbury jets mm. uh yeah like um couple of boys come from there obviously us the jennings brothers mm. Bizza started there, Romy, Spence, mm. Critter. Wow. So, yeah. Far out. But they all went to different clubs. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the club I started at when I was six. And then. Did you um, did you love it straight away or did it take you a while to fall in love with the game? No, nah, I loved it, eh? Yeah. Because um, I still got like the records there for like most club champions. Most, oh, really? Yeah. Because I was very good as a kid. And then. Yeah, once I think I hit like a stage where I just hated footy. Like it was like at 10 when I broke my arm. Oh, I really? just, yeah, I sucked for ages. Like everyone was hitting puberty and I was just like trash, bro. Oh, like, really? Oh, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> eh? He's a bullying me, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, so how'd you break your arm just playing footy? 
Nah, I was um, swinging at the park, local park in Trizzle. And then I thought I was Superman and jumped off and broke my arm in two places. Oh. Yeah, and then copped the hiding too. <laughs> With a broken arm, didn't go to the hospital until five days later. Oh, bro. I swear to God. Yeah, and then my dad like apologised to me after like the five days. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, all good. You <laughs> <laughs> could have said that after I got a hiding, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, so you said you fell out of love of the game. So did you, when did you, I guess, go back? Did, so did you stop playing? Nah, I always played just because my dad forced me to play. Okay. And my brothers obviously still played. So I was always just playing footy just because of my family, you know? Mm, like, yeah. well, it wasn't for myself. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah, just that. So you kept so you kept playing. At what point did you go... At what Because you said people were hitting puberty and that. Mm. Did they... At what point did you start to, like, be able to, I guess, mix it with the big boys? Um, probably when I was 19, eh? Oh, so it took quite a while. Yeah, like I was a late developer. Mm. Um, I actually quit footy when I was 18. Yeah. Because I made the like the SG Ball Penrith like reject team. Mm. I made that. And then after that season, I was just like, oh, I don't think footy's for me, eh? Mm. Just quit. And then Tiny ended up playing three years up. It's the C grade. Like, oh, really? Yeah, so he was 16 playing 19. Far out. And then he's like, the only reason like I played was because I've played with him. Yeah. So I'll go, oh, if you play, I'll, I'll jump back in. Yeah. And ended up having like a real good season, like a breakout season mm. at my local club. And then um, got picked up from Jimmy Jones at the Penrith and then done the 20s as a training trial and then ended up breaking through and having a good year there too. Fire. Okay. So yeah, you, quit, you come back to play with your brother. Mm. So through that whole period from like pretty much You'd made no rep sides, or you nah, yeah, never made a rep side, eh? Far out. So yeah, it's um, if you're a young, you know, young fella listening, uh, yeah, don't get me wrong, it's like good to make the rep sides, and it does. Mm. But there, are, you hear so many stories of players that sometimes it just takes a little bit longer. Sometimes there's politics involved. You know, yeah. certain kids get selected, certain kids don't. It's not a prerequisite to get picked up by a club. It really is. I mean, I, I was playing soccer, so like, you know, <laughs> it, you, you know what I mean. So yeah. stay patient. Stay yeah. patient. So, okay, so you come back in, you play with your brother and you have a, a really good year. So was Penrith the only club that approached you and said, do you want to train a trial? Or was there other clubs that were kind of interested in you, but you just wanted to stay? Oh, no, it was just Penrith because I was like, um, I was playing under the Penrith district. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just Penrith. And then um, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a crack because Tiny was doing SG ball and training with 20s. So yep. I was like, oh, this will be mad, like, Get to train with my brother. I don't really care about the training, and I'll just get to be with my brother. Yep. So yeah, ended up um, signing a TT that year, like when I was my age twenties. It was my last year of twenties, and then had a real good preseason. Then yeah, ended up I think playing like the first ten games, and then Para hit me up yep. for a dev, and then I was like, nah, nah, I'm loyal. Like I'm staying with my brothers. Like. Mm. I, I want to be with my brothers. I don't care about money. I don't care about NRL. Like, just want to be with my brothers. Yep. <laughs> and ended up, um, yeah, like just having a bad ego in twenties. Like, thought I was bigger than the game and like yeah. the boys and that. And then, yeah, I got sacked from Penrith. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah, things are going really well. And then, you get what was the reason specifically for getting sacked? Was it just oh, just training shit? Like, yeah, bad attitude. Like, I was always playing good. Like, I was playing pretty good. Like during the year, mm. ended up making a cup debut that year. But just my attitude, like, even I knew it myself, like, oh, bro, what are you doing? And then yeah. too late to realise after I got sacked. But they didn't tell me nothing. Like, that's what I was a bit dirty on. Like, I could have went to para. Like, if I knew that, like, you were going to do that, I would have just went to para and then, yep. yeah, done a the dev there. But and, Or even, like, if they had communicated with you, like, bro, your attitude's bad and we're going to sack you if you don't pull your head in, mm. then you might... Might have did they have that chat? Nah, with you that's really? that's the thing. They didn't yeah. have that chat with me. But yeah. I was young, like I didn't know. Like mm. I thought, yeah, I could just get away with it. I'm playing good. Like I don't need to train hard and that. Yep. But yeah, obviously, when you go up into NRL, you know, like you got to be switched on every <laughs> yeah. single day. Like you can't. So yeah. Do you think that's up. been like listening to you know you're a really good athlete going up? But do you think your your biggest um, hurdle for you personally is not that things come too easy, but you haven't had to work maybe as hard as other people because you're naturally gifted. So those early years, like maybe you took things for granted a little bit or am I... No, nah, yeah, no, nah, you're 100% right. I was always like naturally gifted. Like mm. I didn't really, even when we were younger, like 
the, my brothers would always train so hard and I'll mm. just be like at the back cruising. Like, mm. I would always get in trouble from my dad. Like wherever we train, my, I would have the worst session. My dad would make me run from where we train and run home while my brothers are in the car already <laughs> at home waiting for me. Yeah. So yeah, I was just, when I was growing up, I always had a bad attitude towards training and that. Mm. And then I had to realise like, your attitude towards training is going to be attitude towards the game. So mm. you've got to pick it up and that. And then, yeah. Yeah, now so, I fixed it. So when Penrith said, you, like, you're done, mm. was that the moment you realised or did it take a few more lessons to make you fully realise, like, the, I need to fix my attitude, I need to be dedicated to my craft kind of stuff? Yeah, no, nah, that was the time I, I like, knew I needed to be dedicated because mm. I was, like, just, like, I had a crack a year and, like, a lot of clubs hit me up. Mm. But it was too late because it was at the end of the year. Like they've already signed all their devs, their top thirty. So yep. I just ended up signing a TT at Tigers mm. and doing NRL there under Madge. So yeah, I had to realise real quick. Yeah, like, was it was it hard for you because you you know you're at the you're at Penrith, you're with your brothers, it's comfortable. You know the boys, you know mm. the area like the back of your hand. Was it hard moving to the Tigers and you know I guess meeting new people, or you were just like you know what I just want to crack it. You know first first grade training. And potentially NRL. Nah, it was very hard, eh? Leaving, like, all my childhood mates. Like, mm. I grew up with all these boys, like mm. you're seeing right now, like, killing it and that. Like, we all know each other from the area. We all grew up together. Mm. And obviously, being with my brothers, like, having to leave them mm. just because of my attitude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just hated it. And then, yeah, I did end up quitting footy that year after my TT. Yep. So, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. So you, so, you rock up to the Tigers and what was, was it, did you quit footy because... You're just unhappy yeah. in the environment? Yeah, just unhappy, bro. Just mm. like didn't want to train, didn't want to be there. Not because I didn't like the Tigers, just because of myself, like my own self, like yeah. not wanting to be there. Mm. But yeah, that was. And so do you remember, so your first, So that would have been your first uh, first grade preseason mm. with the Tigers. Mm. And obviously Madge, he's a he's hard but fair coach. Yeah. Um, was that a shock to the system at how intense first grade training is or you were, you were already kind of... I guess aware of that i was aware but it was a shock to the system <laughs> obviously like yeah. madge brah like so strict and that but yeah he, he actually really liked me and he he tried to give me a contract there mm. but i was like told him now nah, i'm quitting footy and ended up quitting but yeah it was just a shock like how much training how long the days are yeah i was just like what the hell is this bro i didn't sign up for this <laughs> you know <laughs> but yeah. it's um it's funny when you look back when you're younger it's almost like what was i thinking like as in now that you're older and you you kind of appreciate the opportunities that you've got and like you you realize like oh i could be working a trade or doing something else mm -hmm. but when you're younger you're just not thinking straight like you're just thinking about all the negative things and rather than all the positive things well i mean that's what i did sometimes when i was younger yeah no nah, it's the same as me like i was doing construction and that like yeah. after i quit and i was like oh <laughs> the hell am i doing bro i'll go back to footy you know stop waking up at five and finish finishing at five in a bloody heat like this and yeah. then yeah i was just like for bro i'm so ungrateful like what am i doing that's why i ended up going back mm. like i just thought to myself like bro give it one good crack like mm. why are you quitting you know you're like gifted to be a footy player you just don't want to put in the hard work yeah and i just thought like it's either like train hard or go work and i'd rather train hard and Try cracker, so absolutely. Yeah. So, what, the conversation with you had with Madge was he like, mate, stick it out, or was he like, look, I understand? What was the, that conversation like when you said, oh, no, I'm just quitting? I'm just no, nah, it was just like, yeah, he was more like, oh, stick it out. Like, I really think you can develop as a player. You've obviously like been going better each week and that. Then I just ignored his calls. Hey, oh, <laughs> oh, no, I was young and dumb, bro. Yeah, and yeah, just quit. So, so, so you quit and then you go and get a construction job. Yeah. How long did it take you to go, you know what, like, I need to get back, have another proper crack? Bro, I think I quit after two weeks, eh? As in? Construction. Construction. Yeah. Bro, I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like, <laughs> training it to, like, Riverwood, like, two hours away. I was like, bro, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, quit. And then I was like, I need to go back, like, do something. Like, that's not this. And then I ended up getting into disability, and I loved it, but... I just knew, like, I was. Oh, I felt like I was destined to be a footy player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? So what was the process? So you quit footy, and then the process of heading back. Which club did you go to? Like, just the New South Wales Cup one, or? Yeah, yeah, just uh, Blacktown Workers, and yeah. then ended up like 
like I said, had a pretty decent year there. And was then COVID you, hit. Was that a New South Wales Cup? Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. went straight in and basically you quit footy and then went straight back in and you made the New South Wales yeah, Cup side. Yeah, yeah. And then um, played, I think it was like 10 games mm. or something. And then that's when COVID came and the boys all went sunny coast. Yeah, okay. And then I was like burning, bro. I was like, bro, what am I going to do? Like I was only doing one day a week with Manly mm. and that was like the – the last four games that I had with workers because I was playing like good, mm. they ended up like telling me to come train with the Manly boys, but they had no room to take me to Sunny Coast. Oh, wow. And I was burning, bro. And then ended up just like training back at home with one of my boys. And then that's when my younger brother debuted that yeah. year and none of us could go. Oh. Yeah. And bro, it just motivated me so much, like seeing how hard he was training off the field. Yeah. And like he was already like gifted, that gifted. And then like, Seeing him debut, I was like, bruh, like, that's your younger brother. You should be like, he should be looking up to you, not the other way around, you yeah. know? So, yeah, I just wanted to train and give it one more crack and then ended up getting a deal with the North Sydney Bears and having a good year that year. So, so when so when Manly went away, did they were, they, were they keen to sign you on for next year, but North Sydney was just a better option? Like, what Yeah, yeah, they, they were keen to sign me for, I think it was like a six-week training trial. Yeah. And Roosters obviously came in and said, oh, we'll give you six weeks as well. Mm. And I was like, man, you're Roosters. I was like, oh, I'll go Roosters. Yeah. See see how it is. Because yeah. I obviously knew they were a good club and that. And yeah, ended up at Roosters. So was it a so training trial with first grade? Mm, yeah, yeah. So six weeks with first grade. And then yeah. I was back to cup for for ages until I debuted that against my little brother. Yeah. That, that was the first week I went back to first grade. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so I didn't train with them the whole I didn't know any other plays when I debuted because they changed like heaps of the plays and yeah. then yeah I got in like got in that week and they were calling like different plays and I was just standing there like wow what are we doing <laughs> and yeah so the tra- the training trial the six weeks what was it like rocking up to like you know and it's like no disrespect to Tigers I've got some good players but like you're rocking up to the Roosters this is like cream of the crop like you know your Teddies your Hargraves like Manus Tupo what was that like rocking up to that first grade squad yeah it was um, very different, eh? Because that's when, like, you know, all the boys started week one. So, like, Rads was there, Tilly, yep. all of them were there. I was just like, oh, what the hell? Because I already prepped, like, I done that. Like I said, that 75 hard. I was just like 95 kilos, bro. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we'll go through that. Sorry. So, Manly go away to COVID. Then you put on all that. Was that then when you put on all that weight when you couldn't play any footy? Nah. So, that was just, I was just playing, like, my playing weight at, um, Workers was 120. I was just playing, like playing oh, at that weight. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like, Far out. Yeah. What, what was your gas tank like with 120 kegs on nah, you? Nah, bro, I was playing like 80 minutes. Sweet hey, God. The last four rounds, I was playing 80 minutes. like Because I, I used to carry like my weight pretty good. Yep. And that, and obviously, Manly don't, um, workers don't get much players from Manly. So yep. they rely on their cup boys a lot. So yeah, mm. the last four rounds, I was doing 80 what minutes. Are you six foot four? Yeah, six three, six, six, three, yeah. six foot three. So big boy. Um, okay, so then what? So what made you do the seventy-five hard to lose all the way? Like, what prompted that? Because you're playing good footy, mm. heavier. What made you decide to lose all the way? Oh, boredom, eh? Like, yeah. I was just sitting at home, like, because obviously Tiny and this like Tyron went up to the bubble, mm. so I was at home by myself, and my little sister already moved out, so it was just me and my baby sister, who was like six at the time, and my parents. Yeah. So I was just like, and then obviously you couldn't work because of COVID. Yeah. So I would just lay at home, like, and I was just came across this YouTube video of mm. this guy, like David Goggins. Yeah. And then, bro, I like just searching up heaps of stuff, and then ended up doing this like David Goggins challenge. It was like seventy-two hours. Every four hours, you got to run. Uh, I think it was like three point two k's. So, so seventy-two hours every four hours. Yeah. You got to run three point two k's. Yeah. So you got to wake up. Yeah. So you got to wake. So say I. You got to start at twelve. Yeah. You finish your run. You go back home. You got to wake up at four a.m. <gasps> yeah, every for three days straight. And I done that while I was fat. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Just. How was your headspace at the end of that? No, nah, I was just like, bro, if I can do this, I can do anything. Mm. So I ended up doing the seventy-five challenge, and then. So yeah. the seventy-two hours. What? So the last run, you would have done like, like what? 10 runs or something like that yeah maybe? yeah yeah 12 12 12 runs yeah 12 so on your when you get you're waking up for your first the second or first like second or last um second last run mm. 
What's your headspace like? Because you like you would have been sleep deprived. Yeah, bro. I was like, I think I was hallucinating, eh? <laughs> and but I was doing it with um two of my boys, mm. um Tago's older brother that yeah. I'm really close with. He's my age, um Jake, mm. and um one of these other boys, and we were just doing it. So I didn't want to let them down because um Tago's older brother actually fainted the run before, <laughs> no fell way. down the stairs, bro. Holy yeah, because he's like fainted, yeah, because like, he's obviously all that stuff. And then I was like, oh, bro, I got to do it for. From all sorts, so yeah, yeah, just done it. Holy, yeah. how long did you sleep after the last one, bro? Oh, 16 hours, sweet, we, yeah. We all slept for 16 hours, yeah. They slept at mine too, so we're doing it at my house. Far out, that's yeah. crazy. And I mean, what a I guess it puts you in such a good stead for like this is what it takes. Like, obviously, you don't have to do that in yeah. our training, but you got to push your mind to some pretty tough areas. And for you to get through that, I guess it would even you a lot of confidence for the next challenge, which was a 75 day challenge. Yeah, it did. I like, just thought, like, if I can do that, surely I can do this. Mm. Then ended up um, jumping on a 75 hard challenge. And, like, I actually went for, like, pretty crazy, eh? Like, I don't, I don't think I talked to uh, my older brother the whole year, like, wow. during thing. And I would only, like, talk to my younger brother maybe, like, once a month. Just because I was, like, I went, like, pretty loopy, eh? Like, I was running 20Ks a day. Swear to God. Like, yeah, like, I was that fit, bro. Like. I remember going back to Roosters training and like everyone thought I was a winger. Swear to yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, because I, I lost like, so much weight. Yeah, and I came first in the all the testing. Swear to God. Yeah. Wow. So they were all like, what the hell? Like, is this guy a winger? And then when they found out <laughs> I was a front row, they were like, oh, what the hell? And then they found out obviously who what I was. Happened? Yeah, like I'm um, the maze yeah. middle brother. So yeah. Okay. Like, oh. Oh wow, that's crazy! So the seventy-five hard, what does that consist of for people listening? What do you? Uh, so you got to train twice a day. You can't drink. You got to read ten pages a day. You got to drink like certain amount of water and take a photo every day. But I was doing it three, t- so I was training three times a day, <coughs> and then reading for an hour. Mm. And I, yeah, I just took it to the next level because yeah. like I was bored. I had no job. <laughs> that, so, yeah. Far okay. So you roll into Roosters training. Was that? So obviously the fitness for you would have been yeah. mad, sweet. But the contact, was it hard to get, not hard, because you're you know, naturally gifted, but it, did it take a little bit to get your body back to the shape it needed to be to take that contact? Yeah, yeah, it did because, um, but it was sweet because I remember the year before I came, apparently Robbo like turned down the contact because the boys were like fighting, like punching on our training and that, <laughs> and like, like trying to kill each other. Yeah. So the year I came, like he, Turn down the contact. It was yeah. just like two hands or like get in front. Yep. So yeah, it was like pretty sweet. And then obviously I naturally put on weight yeah. during the year. So yeah. So what weight do you play at now? About 105? Nah, 110. 110? Oh, 114. 114. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like depends. Like I very like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back end, I was like 112, 110. Yeah. Start of the year, you always put on weight during the season. Yeah. It started the year. Like right now, I'm like 108. Like, yeah. But during the season, I'll be like 112. Easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. <laughs> um, Okay, so you, you rock up to the Roosters and you start training at, and this would have been 2021 heading into 22? Yep, yeah. Okay, and so you do the preseason. Is this when you, did you start to realise, man, I could actually play NRL here? Like, I'm, obviously you already knew that you had the talent to play NRL, but actually being in a system and then like, sometimes you get select, like when you do opposed, you might get put on the first grade side and you go, mm. I'm pretty close here. Or was it out of nowhere that you got um, your debut? Yeah, it was like out of nowhere. I was always training on the like the second team. Yeah, on the wing. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was just like you know those guys like Robo. Oh yeah, go go on the wing, bro. Yeah, and I was always that guy. Like go center. <laughs> like oh, bro, I don't think I trained like front row once like that whole year. I was no just way. the extra guy, like jump on wherever. Really? Yeah, yeah and then enough. like I had like a very good year in yeah. cup, and then like there was talks of me debuting, but Robo never gave me a hint or anything. Yeah. And then I think it was like a Tuesday. I got, like he called me and he's like, "Oh, I need you this week to train the full week of yeah. first grade." Mm. And I was like, "Oh, that's pretty weird." But I knew like I could debut that round, like because it was round eleven. You're allowed to debut TTs. Yeah. So okay. yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I think I was gonna debut early in the year because oh, I was playing okay. so good in cup. And then yeah, ended up. Debuting that year. So walk us through the debut. So yeah, how did he name? Did you just name the squad and you were like, oh shit, I'm in it, or was it close? Nah, to he game? called me okay. and then told me he's gonna name me. Yeah, and I was like 24th or something. Yeah, 24th man. Mm. 
And he goes, um, I'll call you tomorrow to tell you if you're going to debut. And then, yeah, he called me and he's just like, oh, there's no secrets. Like, uh, you don't have to hide it from your brother and that. We're just going to announce it today. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry, Robert. I can't, like, hide it. He's you're on speaker and he's right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, I just started laughing. <laughs> and then, obviously, like, he told all the boys, like, yeah. And, like, yeah, so it was pretty mad to debut against my little brother. So you, you, you get named that you debut on and you're like, what are the chances that it would be against your little brother? Like, mm. that's, like, there's, the chances are tiny. But, oh, well, no fun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and so, yeah, you get named and what do you remember from the game? Like, what's something that stands out for you? Oh, just how, like, fast it was. Like, I remember taking my first carry and then blowing, bro, and, like, my <laughs> legs were gone and I just remember, please get me off right now, bro. And that's when, like, I think I made, a, like, a line break, my first ever run. Really? Made, like, a, yeah, half a line break. We'll have to join. And then got tackled. And then, bro, I remember we done a crossfield creek uh, kick and Critter picked it up and ran the whole field bro <laughs> and I was chasing him and I was like bro what the hell like on the in the goal line like <sighs> and we we're getting pumped bro and I just remember Romy coming up to me and saying all day all saw all day and I was like <laughs> bro you little cheeky you know <laughs> but yeah just because you would have known half the boys I that? knew all of them yeah yeah I knew all of them and yeah. I grew up with like most of them obviously all the Mountie boys yeah. so yeah like growing up like watching them play with my older brother and then some of them playing with me and then some of them playing with my younger brother. Yeah. And then seeing us all on the field, that's what like made me like, oh, damn, bro. I can't believe I'm playing against yeah. all my guys. Like, yeah. Like, oh, well, like, this Was is my side. Was it weird playing against your brother? Because that probably would have been the first time yeah. you played against him. Oh, no, nah, he actually, I uh, played against him twice in cup. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he scored like three tries. <laughs> Both games, him and Tago scored like six tries together. Yeah. And like. Yeah, it's, he's um, 3-0 against me. I've never beat him. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's 3-0. I, um, I remember when I first played my older brother in soccer. Yeah. He was so weird, man. It's just, just, it's just, it didn't feel right. If I'm being honest, it didn't feel right. Yeah, like, nah. It felt weird. Mm, same as me. Like, for me, I, I never thought I would play my brother. Yeah. Like, especially in a big, big stage like that. Mm. And I don't know, it just felt weird, like, I remember him like him like could have ran like through me. He ended up like running into a player to not run through me. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. And then after the game, I told Frey, "Should have just like he's like, nah, I'd never like I didn't care like about like with, like family and that. I was like, bro, who cares like and uh, like my yeah. dad even said to us like, hey, remember, there's no friends or family on the field. <laughs> and then I was, it was like, oh. it's just a weird feeling. Yeah, man. I don't I don't know how to describe it because like you respect them more than anyone so you would say you would go hard if you respect someone you go as hard mm, as you can but yeah. it's just this like i don't know how to play like that's my older brother like yeah especially being my younger brother like i've yeah. always wanted to protect him for sure yeah for sure. but like yeah playing against him it was just like well i didn't want to tackle him i yeah. didn't want to like run at it like obviously he's a, playing on the wing like yeah yeah i just didn't want to do anything to i didn't especially i didn't want to fight like yeah. i didn't want the boys to get in because i know like Oh, like I'm gonna have to, you know, break it up for so me and my brother are, like yeah. sweet, like because I'm obviously like teammates with yous, but my brother's it's my brother, brother, like you know 100%. what I mean. Even though he can bang, like, yeah. but I'm like not gonna. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I mean, we know he can bang. Huh? Bloody, <laughs> um, classic. Holy, um, what was that like watching your brother stepping in the ring for the first time? Uh, yeah, it was, um, was it nerve wracking or you just nah, you, nah, seen nah, scrap we'll, no, 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 oh, we've seen him scrap a couple of times, he, <laughs> yeah. it's just not in a yeah, not in a ring sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're confident, like, even though he only trained two weeks for that fight, mm. like, proper boxing because yeah. he's always been a like, he grew up in karate and like, he's always been a kicker, like, he loves kicking, yeah, okay. So seeing him just box was weird, but like we all knew like that he could bang, but we didn't know he was gonna like that well. Yeah, that like we didn't know how good he was because we've like we seen him like so drained, like because he was still training preseason. Like yeah. Ivan didn't care about his boxing; oh. he would go and do boxing after and that. And like, yeah, he got real like skinny, bro. Like lost heaps of weight and hated like just hated life, bro. Yeah. So like seeing him so like confident and happy. That day he walked out, we knew like, bro, this guy's in for a good night. So oh, yeah, he's got a chin on him. I'll tell you that. Lustig has a chin on <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, holy man. Um, it was all, oh, man. Halfway, like not even halfway through our fight, like 
early in the fight, I was like, stop the fight. This is unnecessary punishment. He was talking a big game at training and that. Like nothing against Freddie, but he was talking a lot. He was going to pump pump Tiny and that. And then like seeing Tiny pump him, I was just like, oh, that's your fault for like talking Talking that. Yeah, Yeah. when my brother wasn't saying nothing, like, like he was just kicking back and that. Bro, if I ever had to do a boxing fight, I'd do the opposite. So in all the press conferences, I go, yeah, he probably could knock me out. I am, I, I am really scared. I am scared. Because like then it's like, oh, if you get knocked out, you're like, oh, yeah. he said it, sweet. Yeah. Whereas like if you go out there going, bro, I'm frigging the next Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> you're like setting yourself up for getting clipped on Instagram forever. Yeah, nah, that's that's why like my brother said, like he was, he was quiet the whole thing. Like remember I went to like a press conference and they were doing pads and that. And the guy like announcing it was roasting my brother. Oh, really? And my brother like sent it to me. He's like, bro, look at this guy like roasting me just because I'm not hitting the pads like properly. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, this looks like a very good fight. Taylor May looks like he's going to have a very good fight or something. And then we're just laughing. And then, yeah, what happened happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Let the actions do the talking. Okay. So, yeah, 2022, obviously, yeah, debut in um, round 11. How many games did you play that, that season? It was about four or five? No, I think it was like eight or nine. Okay. Yeah. And did you stay in the side after the debut or did you come back? Nah, in? I stayed for a couple of weeks and yep. then got dropped just because like, obviously I wasn't playing good. Like, mm. So I understood like, yeah, yeah, it was very hard to get into that, especially like if you're only playing, what was I playing like 10 minutes every yep. game? So mm. yeah, it was very hard to get used to the speed and that. So did Robbo say to you, like, this is all part of the development, mate? Like, you know, you might, you play your first eight games, but that doesn't mean you're not going to come back, go back and work on these certain things, or was it just... Yeah, no, it was, it was more like, yeah, this is developing you to be an NRL player. Yeah. Like, he always talked to me. The first year I had with him, he would say, like, yeah, you need to work on this, you need to work on that. And I'll be like, yeah, sweet, like, yeah, all good. Mm. And then... Ended up, I think, playing a couple of games at the back end and I was doing really good in the last four games and he was real happy. Yeah. But then I think he chose, like, in the semis because I was young and inexperienced, he chose to uh, back instead of me the day the boys lost to South in that, yeah. like, when the bro sent off, like, 20 players. Holy. I <laughs> was mental that game. Absolutely mental. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, that, that season goes... And in, in the 2022 and 2023 off-season, did you, because you'd almost been rewarded and you'd, you'd experienced first grade now and you'd, you'd almost not convinced yourself, but you had reassured yourself that, like, this is where I belong, did you go off and have a professional off-season where you stayed in shape, ready to go in 2023? Yeah, I came in better shape than what I came in the year before. Yep. Like, I came in very good. Like, I think I was the fittest front row there. Mm. Like, I came in... Like I wasn't a first grade player. I came in like I was a TT again. Yeah. And they were very impressed. Like yeah. that year, cause Robbo didn't come back till after Chrissy. Okay. So I went back day one cause I was a younger like guy and they didn't know how many preseasons I've done. Yep. So I came back with um, Rousey and that. And then yeah, just trained the house down. And then Robbo ended up coming back in Jen and saying, oh, I've heard very good things about you. Mm. Um, Keep it up. And then obviously kept yep. having a good preseason. So did you, so in 2022, did you sign a full-time contract, just one year? Uh, nah, I signed three years. Three years? Yeah, so it was like I was on TT and then I just signed a dev and two top 30s a year after. So is it this year that you're top 30 now or was it 2023? Last year, last yeah. Year. Oh, uh, yeah, last year I went top 30 and yep. this year. So um, this is, so are you off contract next year? As in yeah, like I can I, I can talk to clubs right now. Yeah, yeah. So so where's like um, I guess where's your head at with that? Like obviously you're extremely grateful to the Roosters, and I'm sure mm. you're in, in talks. Um, yeah, where's your head at with all? Nah, hundred percent. I'm gonna be honest here. My 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 talks is wherever my whoever wants to sign three three of us brothers. That's where I'm gonna be at. Oh really? Yeah, that's my Robo knows too. Like I haven't hit it from him. Yep. So whichever club wants to. Three brothers, that's the club I'll be at. Yeah, wow. Mm. So is is Tiny off contract too? Yeah, we're all off, same time. Oh, okay, yeah. wow. And is that, so have, have any clubs shown interest in that or you haven't really started that because obviously you've still got a whole year left in your contract? Uh, clubs have shown interest. It's yep. just what club we want to be at. But um, obviously want to stay at Roosters. Mm. But it's hard when, yeah. like, yeah, the 
the brothers, like you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got you got their outside. Your outside backs are stacked yeah, at the yeah, roosters. Yeah, stacked. Even though Tiny's fucking head, he's <laughs> up there with the best in the comp. Um, man, that's really interesting. That's really interesting. So, is it is it like that a hard and fast rule, or that's the preference? But obviously, if it doesn't work out, then you'll you know. Yeah, that's a preference. Like mm. if. A club can get all three of us. I'll sign there in a heartbeat. Yeah, like no matter what. Mm. Like, I think everyone would. If you had two brothers, like you could be the same club with. Like, I think you would want to be with them. Like, no matter the situation. We'll look at the Travoyevich. Yeah, like you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. So that, but if it don't work out, my preference is to be at Roosters yeah, for okay. the rest of my life. Yeah. Okay. So you're or really back home in Penrith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean. If I had a brother playing in a role, I'd bloody want to be playing with them as well. And you look, as I said, you look at the Travoyevich brothers, I'm sure they were probably offered individually yeah. bigger deals to go somewhere else. But the draw of playing together, it's like, well, I mean, look at Ivan and Nathan Cleary. Like, Ivan left the Tigers mm. to, to, t to coach his son. So very, like, natural thing to want. Yeah, especially for me, like, because obviously I'm a massive family guy, like... Mm. My family's everything. Like, obviously, like, I could have went Melbourne. Like, everyone knows that. Like, yeah. it came out in the media. Oh, so they were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was true. Like, I was going to go there, but I can't leave my family. Especially now, like, I just brought a house. Yep. You know, I got, like, family. Like, I want to be with my family. I want my parents to retire and stuff. So, I want to mm. look after them yep. first. And, yeah, obviously, the preference is for us to be together. Mm. But if that can't happen, like, I just want to be with at least one of them. Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's um, yeah, it's an honourable thing, bro. Honourable thing. Do you have anything else off the field that you enjoy doing? Um. Yeah. I, I used to game a lot. Like yeah. I used to be like hard out, like into like like pro level of Australia. And oh, really? Yeah. What's, so, um, what game? Cod. Uh, cod? Yeah. Cod and um, Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. Wow. So I used to be a real gamer and bro. You know what's mental? It's like so. Nowadays, it's like pretty normal for the boys. Like. You know, Twitch, gaming, mm. like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. When I was coming through, I got bullied relentlessly because I was a gamer. <laughs> but I was a nerd gamer. Like, yeah. I was playing, like, fucking World of Warcraft and shit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I was playing COD too. Like, I was playing Call of Duty when it was just on PC. Yeah. So yeah. it didn't used to be on console. It used mm. to be just on PC. But, yeah, when I was growing up, bro, I used to get peppered because I play video games. Whereas, yeah. like, now it's... I don't know. Is it normal now? Like yeah, it's boys? normal, bro. Like, every, like, our training, the boys are like, hey, you jumping on after training? Like, it's like, yeah, normal thing. Like, if, you don't, if you're not on, you're like a nerd. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's like, crazy. Yeah, the boys me, all got consoles and that. It's I mad. used to get so peppered. Like, no, like, put it this way. There wasn't a single person in my squad that played video games. <laughs> what? That's how oh, different it is. Like, like, you had the older boys, eh? Hey? Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you know? Like, Darren Lockie wasn't going home fucking... <laughs> Dropping a twenty-five bomb on nah. Warzone. <laughs> no way, bro. <laughs> um, that's I, I love it though. Like I do think that the game has changed like a lot to um, accommodate all different kinds of people. Mm. Whereas when I come through, and it would have been the same, you know, people before me as well. You, you used to have to like conform pretty hard. Like this is the way we do things. This is who you got to be. Whereas I feel like the game's opened up a lot to you know you can express yourself whilst also putting the team first. You can still express yourself. Um, are you, do you game anymore or just casually game? Ah, uh, just casual. Yeah. Like sometimes I still jump on and like play. Like I always try, but I'm only on with my like fams, like my yeah. cousin, my little cousins who's like eleven, yeah. my little sister who's ten. Yeah, like I only play with my cousins and that. Like I don't full play like to go pro. Hard but out, yeah, I, I do one day want to start streaming and that again. Bro, streams yeah. only getting it bigger and bigger and bigger. So do you and Joey Manu go at it like both? Or does he play a different, doesn't he? No, nah, he God. plays, but like, uh, I don't play with, I've, I've played with him, but not like, seriously. Yeah, not yeah. regularly, like to the point where it's like thing. The right. one I used to play with was, with was uh, Romy. Oh, really? When he was like doing his big streaming. Like, yeah. Yeah, me and him would always like play tournaments and won a fair bit of cash back then. Oh, I swear. Yeah. How many years ago was this? Uh, I think two, three years ago. Yeah. Because he joined, didn't he join a, an esports team? Yeah, like um, Mind Freaks. Mind Freaks, mm, yeah. So, yeah. That's um, that's so cool, bro. I love hearing that stuff. I love hearing that stuff. It's, the, I tell you what, like, the boys, as long as you can be consistent, like, with streaming, as in, like, fully commit to it, bro, you, you'll earn more money doing that long-term than you will hey. from footy. Romeo was earning good money, money bro. Yeah. Like, just... 
Gotta focus on. I think he's, I think he's earning more now with that, with that <laughs> well, deal. With that to, deal, he's, <laughs> he's about oh. to absolutely. Um, what, what, anything else that you you kind of enjoy doing off the field, or just just normal stuff? Oh, I've been boxing a little bit. Eh? Oh, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get it going, baby. Uh, nah, just. Would you jump in the ring? Yeah, I would. You would? Yeah. Shit, that's <laughs> sick. Okay, is it a jet? Like, are you genuinely like, look, if there was a fight. At the end of this, like twenty four, and Robo lettuce, genuinely, you'd be keen. Oh, I don't know. Like, I would have to do like a camp and that. Yeah, have like, to do a but camp. like, I would jump in, but not like I'm not too serious about boxing. The only reason I box is because Tiny, like, he needs a sparring partner. Oh, really? So I spar him because okay. no one wants to spar him. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Spar him. So, yeah. Okay. Like, so he, so he loves it then. Does yeah, he, he loves it, bro. He's okay. even with his ACL, he was boxing. Yeah. Like okay. he just like. After the Freddy fight, like he hated it for like six months and then went back and want, he wants to take a serious like professional. Bro, he would yeah. be like how, like how explosive is he, he is. And also like if he was just a boxer, he'd be able to lose a lot of muscle mass and he'd yeah. be flogging like pretty small yeah, he would be. dudes. Um, wow, that's interesting. Okay. Could you, I, that'd be mad to have you guys on the same card, obviously fighting different blokes, but um yeah, that that's uh, at the end of the year, maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll that's see. the thing. I don't have any like people I want to fight. Like I'd have got no one in the NRL like that. Like, oh no, I really want to fight. Like this. a rivalry with. Yeah, yeah. Player. Like I don't have any like ops in my NRL. Like in general, yep. that's why I'd I'd love to box, but I would hate to box. You know what I mean? Because yep. I don't want to like hit someone like that. I don't really know or like don't really hate because I don't hate anyone. Yeah, so it's like. And I think it, unless you've actually sparred, it's like. It doesn't feel nice hitting someone. No, it doesn't, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like you've got to you got to switch off a part of your brain, like empathy or something, because whenever you hit someone, you're just thinking that could be me. Like that could be me getting hit. It's yeah. a, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling. Thanks, um, so, so heading into 2024, what's the like? What do you think that you could improve in your game? Like, what's the key focus? Like, you've got great offload. Great motor, heaps of post-contact meters. What do you reckon is something that you want to improve next year? Uh, there's a lot I can improve, like, everywhere in my game. But probably mainly my aggressiveness and um, line speed and also probably just, like, confidence because I used to, like, ball play a lot mm. back at Femref. Like, yep. I used to have, like, very high triasis because mm. I was playing second row. Okay. And I would always, like, <clears throat> I would be, like, that ball-playing second row guy. Mm. But obviously coming into Roosters front row, like looking at Jared and that, they don't ball play. So it's yeah. like, well, you don't really want to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just want to hit it up and that. Yeah. But yeah, just like stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. I think like you and Lindsay could do some like pretty good, like pretty much like what Paddy and Paddy Carrigan and Payne has to do to a degree. Like mm. they're pretty good with each other, like tipping on and that. Yeah. Be interesting to see you and Lindsay do that. Cause I feel like that would be a massive one, two punch. Um, and also, obviously, this year you got selected for Samoa. Mm. Well, I mean, that would have been a pretty special moment for you. Yeah, very special, like, for my family and that. Like, I never even thought I would play NRL, let alone for my country. Mm. So, yeah, it was, like, surreal. And I wasn't going to play, eh? Mm. But I ended up, like, getting talked into playing. So, yeah, yeah, ended up. As in because your body was tired and you needed a break? or Nah, just because, like, family stuff back okay. home. I, okay. I wanted to stay in that. And yep. obviously, my brothers weren't playing. So, I was like, oh, yep. no, I might as well just sit this one out. And then my family and that talked me into playing. So, yep. yeah. What was it like looking down, seeing the, the famous blue jersey? Nah, it was crazy, eh? Like, growing up and, like, I just wish my grand my grandparents were here to see me put that jersey on. and. 100. Yeah, but it's just crazy, bro. Like, I wouldn't even imagine putting on a Samoan jersey. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just... Obviously, didn't have the camp we wanted, but yeah, yeah it was mad getting did you in play all the boys. Did you play against um, Australia or...? Both, I played both. You played both? Yeah, I played both. What was it like lining up against the Kiwis and, like, the Australian side? Nah, very different, eh? Like, yeah. obviously, the Aussies don't have a haka, yeah. and then the Kiwis do, mm. and... um. Yeah, no, nah, the Aussies boys were—they're were both freaks, like freak of teams. But yeah, yeah, I just felt like the Maldives, like I don't know, they just like more intimidating, aggressive. Like, yeah, yeah, like, and then like when they were doing the haka, like, wow, bro, they were like all staunchy me, and I was like, <laughs> hey, boy, go look somewhere else, bro, don't staunch me. <laughs> yeah, like, and then like I was like, ended up like 
the boy is like Joey Manu and they were doing the haka and stuff me and I was laughing bro I couldn't stop laughing because I can never take anything serious like yeah. I was laughing bro and then they ended up laughing during the haka oh really and they were like it came up to me after the game like idiot stop laughing bro we're trying to be serious I go bro you know I can't be serious I laugh in every meeting everything like yeah I can't take anything serious <laughs> so yeah it was just funny bro that's fucking funny um so outside of like footy obviously you want to you know play really well next year what else is like the plan for the you know foreseeable future like or you know in four or five years do you just want to be the best footy player you can be or are there other things that you would love to do Nah, bro, I want to play Origin and that. Play mm. for Australia, obviously, because mm. we are half Aussie and we were born and raised here. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. um, that's my goal is this year to try to crack into the Origin. Yep. If I can even make the 17 for Roosters. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, like, got to focus on that first. But, yeah, obviously, play Origin. I dreamed of playing Origin. I love – that's the only games I watch now. Yeah. It's the Origin games and Grand Final. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So – Grand final, bro. Yeah. Oh, don't <laughs> Oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going for the boys, Actually, eh? <laughs> far out. Um, yeah, I mean, Origin, like, it's it's a, it is a different beast. Look, watching Origin, mm. eh? like, it is the pinnacle of right. Like, and every year it feels like it gets better, especially now that that eight in a row or that dynasty for Queensland is, is gone. Mm. It, even though, as a Queenslander, I love that shit. But <laughs> it's watching it now, it's so, you just, you don't know who's going to win. You don't know what's going to happen. Like, mm. Whereas obviously in that eight in a row, you kind of look, Cameron Smith's going to do something hectic. Yeah. Lockie's going to do something hectic. Whereas now it's like, it's almost anyone's game. Yeah, 100. Um, bro, the talent now from like both teams, it's mm. crazy like to even like think of trying to crack that team. But yeah, just like, bro, the whole from like one to 17, like every player could break the game. Yeah. Like even like, bro, you could see it last year, Lindsay pretty much like broke, those games, yeah, a front row, bro. Just with his scraps and like him being everywhere, yeah, like it's crazy, like how one player can just change the game. Mm. And like, obviously, you saw it in the grand final with Claire's, like, bro, so the last good. twenty minutes, like, I never saw anything like, yeah, that. like those first sixty minutes, like, you wouldn't have think like, oh, Claire's is gonna pull this out of his, yeah, you know, and then the last twenty, you just. It goes and does that, bro. bro. I, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, nah, same. Just switch, just switch the flip the switch. Yeah, and it was just he just. I feel like it was a twenty minutes where he almost like realized how good he was. Yeah, and he just said, "Nah, like enough's enough. I'm no longer gonna be not confident in certain areas. I'm just fucking going." And he fucking. It's the best twenty minutes I've ever seen by seven in the grand final. I never seen anything like that. Yeah. Just the craziest thing oh, I've man. ever seen. And also, like, just the, the different things that he did. Like, it was his ball running. It was his organisation. It was his kicking game. Mm. And to, to bounce back. Because, like, his first 60, it wasn't that like, it was. Nah, he's bro. Good. Like, he, he's, he knows. Like, he yeah. wasn't there. Like, and then even, like, oh. bro, he was. Well, what did he do? His MCO, like, the first run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. bro, to do it on that. Crazy. crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, are you going to play the new Warzone then? Or nah? Could just uh, come out today. Bro, I don't know because I just moved into my house today. Yeah. So still like everything's still no packed internet up. In that. Yeah, no internet. Has it got MVN? Oh, I don't know, eh? Bro, I I always when I move to a new house, I'm always like, does it have MBN? And so we moved to a new house in the Shire. Yeah. Um, it's got MBN. So yeah. like 250 megawatts per second, like hectic down. It's so good, bro. So you still game? No. Sometimes, like if a hectic, hectic game comes out, yeah. I'll play it. Like I played Diablo 4 when it came out, but it didn't end up being that good. Like GTA 6 when that comes out, I'll probably play it. Mm. Um, Cyberpunk played that. I downloaded Warzone last night, so but I'm terrible at Warzone now, bro. Oh. I used to be mad like yeah. 15 years ago. <laughs> Obviously not in Warzone, but in Call of Duty. Yeah. But I'm fucking terrible now, bro. It's too sweaty, man. Every everyone's a fucking pro player. Yeah, nah, these the kids are sweaty, bro. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> Can't believe it. Um Okay, so do you think that, like, are you close to signing a deal or you're very open to just letting it pan out and then you'll decide on where you'll go? Because um, you've got time. Obviously. Yeah, i got, got time. I'm not too sure, eh, because, like, obviously signing a deal now, like, I'm not worth what I'm worth now. Like, I'm still on minimum now. Mm. So what I'm going to sign for the next whatever mm. is going to be at least triple of what I'm on now. Yeah. So, like, I'm thinking, like, should I sign there for like my family's sake or should I just like 
play it out and see what happens you know like yeah. i'm still tough like decision, yeah right? tough decision mm. but i'll just let like i let my family like my my parents like talk to me a lot they mm. pretty much make the decisions for me yeah like whatever they say like i'm gonna respect and mm. do for them so yeah. yeah the good thing is is that you know you're in you're in such a uh, not a lucky spot because you've worked hard but you know all the hard work you've done over the last few years is put you in a position where you, you're going to be doing something like earning money that you know you could only dream of when you're younger yeah. um it's exciting bro it's exciting yeah it's crazy man. <laughs> um all right ask all the boys this bro favorite rapper of all time mm, favorite rapper probably go puck yeah yeah bro i can't believe that he released songs like 20 years ago that are still relevant today like he was speaking into the future yeah hectic What's, his, what's your favourite song with Tom Pop? Probably Dear Mama. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> bro, that gets me every time, man. Yeah, bro. I have to turn it off. Yeah, he's crazy, bro. I love him, eh? Can't be bumping Dear Mama with the boys riding down the street. Nah, nah. It's <laughs> more solo, bro. Right. Nah, so, solo, bro. <laughs> solo um, song. Favourite movie of all time? Remember the Titans for sure. Yeah, it's a gun movie. It's actually Fisher, uh, Harrison, Leo, that was their favourite movie um, yesterday. Um, gun movie. They don't make, like, I'm nah. trying to think of the last mad sport movie. Nah, bro, they're all trash now. Yeah, like, they're, I, they're nowhere near, like, you got, um, remember the Titans, Any Given Sunday. Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Willie Beeman, baby. <laughs> I used to love Willie Beeman. <laughs> the ad that he does on the pool where he, uh, with the song these things. Um, bro, thank you so much for coming on the potty. I really, really appreciate it. And um, as you know, bro, massive fan of the way you play. And I uh, can't wait to watch you uh, in the next season. Thank you. Appreciate it being here. Boom. Eh?